Hello, I'm Peter Kessler, and you're listening to Reading the Break. The great Jack Nicklaus won 18 major professional championships over the course of his career, the first coming in 1962 in a playoff over Arnold Palmer at the U.S. Open, and the last in 1986 at the Masters at the age of 46. In 1968 and 1969, he didn't win any major professional championships, and then his dad passed away unexpectedly at the age of 56, and Jack felt that he had let his dad down because he had coasted, really, in 1968 and 1969, and so he decided that he would rededicate himself to winning major championships in memory of his father. In the summer of 1970, the Open Championship was played at the old course at St. Andrews in Scotland, and when Jack had finished 72 holes of play, he was one stroke behind the leader, who still had two holes to play. The leader was Doug Sanders, an American professional who won 20 times on the PGA Tour. Sanders had an illegal habit on the putting green that his fellow professionals knew about and that he would later admit to. And that habit was this. Instead of placing his ball directly in front of his coin when it was his turn to putt, he would put the ball about four inches in front of the ball, press it down into the turf, and pull it back to the coin to create what fellow professionals called a starting trough for his putts. Sanders came to the 17th hole in the final round with that one-shot lead over Jack Nicklaus. The name of the hole is called the road hole because there's a road directly behind the green. In the front left of the green is the road hole bunker, a very difficult sand bunker from which to extricate yourself, get the ball close enough to the hole to make your putt for a par four. And that's exactly where Sanders found himself, in the road hole bunker. He hit an exquisite shot, made the putt for four, and had his one-shot lead as he came to the final hole, the 18th at the old course at St. Andrews. If you had one hole to play in major championship golf, the easiest hole that you could think of would be the 18th hole at the old course at St. Andrews. It shares a fairway with the first hole, so it's a double-width fairway and is about 110 yards wide. There's no sand to be found anywhere on the hole, and the only real trouble on the hole is a depression in the left front of the green called the Valley of Sin, which if you didn't carry your ball far enough into the green, it could come back down into the Valley of Sin, but from where you could still easily chip and or putt and get your par four. Sanders had played the first three rounds at the 18th hole with a driver and a four iron, but the four iron was only from 75 yards. He chose to run the ball along the ground into the green to leave himself a birdie putt and had done so successfully three times. In the fourth round, he hit another great drive and again left himself about 75 yards to the flagstick. Instead of just pulling out the same four iron and running the ball up to the green, he walked up to the green, he looked at the surroundings, he walked back down to his ball, and he uncharacteristically selected a sand wedge, which he hit about 35 feet past the hole. He hit his first putt down to about three feet above the hole, leaving himself a downhill left-to-right putt, and he got ready to hit the putt, but before he did so, he bent down 
and it looked like he was looking at a discoloration, or perhaps there was a small pebble in the way. But instead of regrouping, moving away from the ball, coming back and starting his routine over again, he simply stood up, stroked the putt poorly, missed it to the right, and tapped in for a bogey five, which meant that he was now in a tie with Jack Nicklaus, to whom he would lose an 18-hole playoff by a single stroke the next day. I later asked Jack, what was going on with Sanders? What was he doing when he bent down? What, what did he see? What was the problem? And Jack said, don't you get it? He misaligned the trough to the right, and he realized that there was nothing that he could do about it. The 1970s would turn out to be Jack's best decade as a major professional player. He won eight major championships in the 1970s, he won seven in the 1960s, and he won three in the 1980s. Knowledgeable observers told me the next day in the playoff against Sanders that Jack stood very close to Doug when Doug was putting on the first four holes, and that when he realized that Doug wasn't creating a starting trough for his putt, he left him alone for the rest of the day and beat him by a shot to win his first of two major championships at the old course. Bobby Jones once said, your career isn't complete unless you win one at the old course. Jack won two. The guys on the PGA Tour will tell you secretly that the ball goes farther this year than it did last year and at the recently concluded World Golf Championship, guys were regularly hitting driver over 350 yards, and John Rahm and winner Dustin Johnson were hitting some drives over 400 yards. Makes me wonder, if a long hitter wins the Masters next week, how many times he'll hit wedge into the 18 holes. In 1997, when Tiger won by 12 shots in his first major professional win, he hit wedge in 11 times on average into the 18 holes. Nick Faldo told me that when he won the Masters in 1990 in a two-hole playoff over Raymond Floyd, that on his approaches to the 74 greens, he never missed a shot to the right, and he never missed a shot to the left. The three best amateurs in the 1950s were Harvey Ward, Ken Venturi, and Frank Stranahan. In the year 2000, I had a chance to interview Harvey Ward on television, and while the room was still dark, he leaned over to me before the show started and he said, don't forget to ask me about winning the 1980 U.S. Senior Open. And I whispered back, Roberto DiVincenzo won the 1980 U.S. Senior Open. And Harvey whispered back, oh yes, I forgot. Arnold Palmer told me that Jack Nicklaus was the greatest player who ever lived, that he had the best waggle of anyone he had ever seen play golf, and that his ball was the absolute perfect flight that you would want to come into small, hard U.S. Open greens. Billy Casper won 51 times on the PGA Tour hitting a fade, and 10 times on the Senior Tour hitting a draw, and he won three major championships, and he was frequently overweight. He told me that there was never a single occasion over the course of his entire playing career that he stretched, exercised, 
walked other than walking a golf course, or did anything to prepare his body to get ready for golf. Every time I ran into Gene Sarazen, who invented the sand wedge, he would give me a different version on how he came upon the idea of designing the golf club. And finally, after the fifth new story, I said to him, What's the deal, Gene? Why do you tell me a different story every single time I ask you about the sand wedge? And he said, Well, there were five newspapers in New York in the 1920s and the 1930s, and every day I wanted to give each one of them an exclusive. For reading the break, I'm Peter Kessler.